Welcome to the Send Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss horse health, nutrition, training and performance. Welcome everyone to the next installment of the Send Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 12 and we are going to be talking about building muscle and top line for your horse and what will influence muscle health in your horse and what important aspects of nutrition and training is useful for top line. How are you, Peter? Brian, it's been a hectic week this week. The, the phone's been going off the hook. Uh, I feel like I've uh, been working in a call center for, for 24 hours today. Um, but, but all well and good, Brian. I might have to get you a drink of water. Uh, I need more than a drink of water. <laughs> more like a stiff gin, maybe. <laughs> um, is it three o'clock? Not three? yet. <laughs> anyway, Brian, let's get on with the show for all our listeners out there. And, and welcome to everyone um, that's joined us for episode 12. It's very uh, sort of grateful to everyone that's sending in all their, all their positive feedback and just sort of all the comments that, that we're getting from listeners in Australia and, and abroad. So thank you for all that. Yeah, it's great to see Today we're going to touch on a subject that, um, that is raised regularly and there's a lot of confusion about the subject as well. So, so Brian and I will try to go through the, you know, the ins and outs, you know, what we think should be the priority and then how we can maybe supplement as well in case there's a need for it. Yeah, so on particular on Facebook, people put up pictures of their horse and they're saying, does my horse lack top line or how do I feed for more top line? And when, when we see these posts, there's a myriad of uh, answers in the comments saying, oh, you need this supplement, you need that supplement. But again, we might sound like a broken record. We ask, or if inquired about, we ask the person, look at the foundation of your diet and look at what nutrients in your diet are contributing to your top line and the muscle health of your horse. So the first point, Ryan, I think we should make is that if our listeners out there are looking for a silver bullet supplement to build top line, it's just not going to work unless you're exercising your horse. Yeah. So it's like us, you know, eating whey protein, collagen, all these amino acids and sitting at home watching TV and expecting to put on muscle. It's just not going to happen. So that's the first one we have to make clear. So before you're reaching out for, you know, for a top line supplement or, or a muscle supplement, just remember you, you have to get your work and you have to get your, you know, your nutrition right first and then look at those options. It's even the same with illegal anabolic steroids. If, if you sit at home on the couch, but take them, you're not gonna build muscle. No. You, you need that stress and you need that frequent um, stressing of the muscle in order to, to build. So the muscle actually grows, Brian, after that stress that you just mentioned. So when a horse has worked or, or exercised, all those fibers are basically ripped. And then when the horse recovers for the, for the next one or two or three days, that's when the growth and repair regeneration happens. So Brian, here's a fact you might like. So skeletal muscle makes up up to 45% of the weight of a horse with a normal body condition. And that's even more than what bone is. Wow, so it's, it's a vital part of their whole makeup of the body. So the question is now, how do we work accordingly, you know, to build that muscle without overstressing the horse, without working too hard and causing that muscle to shut down, and then obviously the horse is going to lose condition, but also not working the horse enough, where you know you're getting all this feed into the horse and the horse isn't working enough, and it's just going to put on weight, it's going to get tired, and, and it's, it's just going to lose performance. The first point to make is the horse needs to have sufficient dietary protein in the diet because that's what's going to repair the muscle when it after it's been stressed and it's going to grow and it's those building blocks that are important which are the amino acids that build the muscle tissue we also recommend feeding multiple sources of protein for example in our in our grain free product we've got we've got protein from the lupin hulls and lupins 
But there could be other sources that if someone needed the extra en energy from, you could get it from oats, you could get it maybe from another grain ration if you needed the extra energy. But if it was basically you know, not required, something like, like the sand oil for a fat source can also be used for calories. Yep, and that's important too in work because you want the sufficient calories first so then the horse can work properly with the correct amount of energy. So firstly, before reaching for these muscle building supplements, look at the foundation of your diet. Start at your forage and look at the forage quality. If it's not a good quality forage like a, a well-cut grassy hay but then combined with lucerne, that's a really good base uh, amount of protein and quality protein to start off with in the diet. So by reaching for that amino acid supplement, you probably you might even be doubling up on methionine or, or another amino acid that's coming from your hay. Would it be correct, Brian, in saying that the amino acid leucine, lysine, methionine even, would be very similar in, in, in leucine and some of these supplement on the, on the shelf as well? Yeah, but just stripping it back, you need to work out what you're getting from your hay first. And that could come from an analysis or an estimation, and, and that's what we can work from. And then looking at your protein profile in the hard feed that you're adding or the balancing and the other calories and they're the same amino acids that are in yeah there's nothing special in that extra muscle supplement it's just giving you another source of it yeah basically the horse ain't gonna you know turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger if you're going to give it a supplement is what we're trying to say mm, yeah 100 percent. so with lysine which is one of the most important ones as well as leucine the horse needs a minimum amount per day if in work to maintain and then also grow the muscles. So for example, a 500 kg horse requires 25 to 40 grams of lysine per day, depending on the level of work. And then that's when you'll need to sort of consult if, if they're lacking in the top line or they're lacking muscle growth, then you gotta look at your overall levels. So Brian, 25 grams or 40 grams, it might sound like a lot to some people. It might not sound like a lot to other people. You know, let's just put ourselves as we're a novice, you know, horse owner, um, what would that look like in terms of, you know, like an everyday diet to try to attain a 25 to 40 grams of, of lysine? So feeding lysine from hay, the average hay would, would supply about five grams of the lysine, but then adding say lupins and then a, a complete feed like our complete grain free is going to really top up those lysine levels. So basically what you're trying to say is that having the right diet, um, our listeners might be able to hit that 25 to 40 grams without the need to reach out for that supplement. Yeah, and it just saves you money overall because then putting more lysine on top from an expensive supplement, it's not going to help. Well, if the horse can't use that, that supplement or digest that supplement, um, then it's just going to you know, come out the other end and it's just you know, washing money down the sink. Yeah, and also it puts pressure on the kidneys in terms of excreting that excess protein. So one of the most talked about muscle groups in the horse is the horse's top line. And this is mostly made out of muscle and the muscles are from the wither, the back, the loin and the croup. And this makes up this whole area that is known as the top line. And most importantly about the horse's top line condition, it comes from good nutrition and the amino acids, but also exercise and training those existing muscles to help use that nutrition to, to build them stronger. So a horse that is not 
train properly and not using those muscles in the back end for a variety of reasons like lameness or the way they're not activating um, that whole muscle group, then they're not gonna grow a sufficient top line. Brian, it's a fantastic point you make. I, I do wanna touch a little bit on the training side of think as well where, you know, overtraining can be as dangerous as, as undertraining. And what for our listeners, whether it's, it's endurance, whether it's sort of thoroughbreds or whether it's even showing, you don't wanna push your horse to its level where it's basically you know, over the limit. And what I mean by that is it's, it's changing its stride, it's changing its gait, you know, it's, it's huffing and puffing after the work. When a horse changes its stride, that's when it starts doing tendons and ligaments and it's, it's obviously, it's past its maximum. So training should be, should be gradual. Like, you know, if we go to the gym, we're not gonna start doing a 100 kilogram bench press or a, or a 100 you know, kilogram leg press. You know, we start with 20, we go to 30, then we might go to 45. So the training needs to be gradual. And, and you know, that's why we recommend start with the diet increase the training slightly, you know, and then each week it's a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And if you do get to the point where the horse is, you know, ready to blow its lungs out, you know you're going too hard. You've got to back off because you're going to cause more damage um, to the horse physically, but you're also going to start burning that muscle that you're trying to put on and you're just going to go backwards pretty quickly. So that's paramount. Yeah, and also if you don't know how to get the horse to engage the muscle group that you're aiming for, there's plenty of tutorials on YouTube, even online um, with specific training programs. Sometimes it's easier to be a little bit, you know, kinder on your horse and, you know, take another two or three weeks because you can always increase the work. But when you go too hard too early um, and a horse just, you know, whether it goes lame, whether it goes sour or, 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 you know, just goes muscle sore, then that time you're going to have to give it off for it to recover is just going to send you backwards. So, so try to avoid that. Yeah. So it's, it's working with your horse and, and knowing your horse inside out. And the, the more you can see their response to the training, then you can adjust accordingly moving forward to get better results. And you need to ask yourself the question, you know, looking at the horse in front, like why is my horse not putting on top line, why? So once you ask yourself the question, why you look at, well, okay, it's not eating well or, or it's eating too much, like I'm not exercising it enough, I'm, I'm giving it too much exercise. So ask yourself the question, why? and then look at what you're feeding, you know, look at what you're supplementing and try to put the pieces of the puzzle together because that's an easy way to try to get that answer. Yep. Another possible reason for a horse not putting on top line can also be due to genetics and also aging. So as we age, it's harder to, to build muscle. The way we see a human sort of, we do get weaker as we age just due to our hormonal makeup or the way our muscles and, and collagen are depleted. So keep that in mind when you do have an older horse, it, it's gonna be harder to maintain that and muscle group. And also, Brian, following on to that, as an example, we've been working closely with, with a trainer in Brisbane who got a horse from, from down south in South Australia recently. And you know, it came up, it was, a, it was on a different, you know, completely different feed program, different weather, different environment. You know, the horse sort of came in and for the first two or three weeks, you know, it wasn't eating very well. You know, it, it was dull in the coat. It just, nothing was happening and, and the trainer started sort of shaking her head and going, well, geez, what's going on? Is, is what I'm doing working? And then, you know, they increased the work a little bit quicker. And as soon as they did that in that fourth week, the horse just bloomed. And every week, it's up to week six or week seven now. And it's just astonishing how it looks, the horse today, to how it was six weeks ago. So don't be disappointed if you don't see results in the first two, three weeks. Consider it, you know, is the horse new into, you know, into your ownership, you know, has it come from, from interstate, you know, it's probably been on a new diet. So if you need to get a new horse 
and you put it on a sand diet or, you, or, or it's on another diet and you want to bring it onto the sand diet, just remember, it's not going to happen instantly. It'll take at least four to six weeks. Yeah. And other aspects to do with top line and muscle building with, with your horse is correct dental work. So make sure that they can grind their food and, and chew it sufficiently so it can be digested. Also, worming is really important because you need... You don't want to be feeding the worms or having a parasitic infection. They need to have a good worming schedule so then the the horse can bloom from the inside or absorb nutrients better. And then it, then it comes back down to your digestive health, getting as much fiber as you can as possible just to keep that microbiome in their gut in really good condition. So then all the nutrients, including uh, the amino acids, can be absorbed and utilized by the horse. And if our listeners have tried all that, you know, we would strongly suggest for our listeners to look into an acupuncturist perhaps or, or a chiro. Get someone else's point of view. You know, if you've tried the diet, you've tried everything that we've said, something like an acupuncturist, a chiro, you know, even maybe a vet can take a look at the horse. They might pick something up that, that, that the owner hasn't. Brian, maybe you can use that example that we had of the horse that was basically struggling you know, to get any sort of progress on the, on the SEND diet. And then by accident, you know, we found out that it had a twisted ovary. Yeah, it was a mare of our clients and I think we'll be doing a podcast interview with Amy. It's such a fascinating story because they had vets out trying to give anti-inflammatory drugs. Oh, this will activate their muscle, but nothing was working. So she, she engaged an osteopath who had a look at every, like her whole situation from another point of view. And she said, you're ticking the nutrition box, you're on the SEND diet. Why isn't this horse responding to this? your worming's up to date, dental is up to date, I think we might have to look at her ovaries and whether they're, whether they're twisted or is there something stopping her from engaging those muscles for her correct work. And lo and behold, the, one of the left ovaries was twisted and had to be manipulated to be untwisted. And since then, this, this horse has put on top line and more muscle. And it's a testament to the owner just to keep looking outside the box and getting to the bottom of the problem. Yeah, look, sort of well done to Amy for, you know, for persevering and not, and not giving up. You know, there was a lot of sort of lonely days where everyone's scratching their heads, you know, including yourself and I and, and Amy. But, you know, end of the day, we sort of persisted and we, and we never gave up. And, and it was that one aspect that, that, you know, that was holding the horse back. And, and when it was fixed, boom, it's a new horse. Yeah, 100%. So when you've got everything right you got your foundation of the diet right you got the amount of amino acids perfect but you want that another extra assistance for muscle growth and performance and this is where one of our products called the send gamma formula that we developed comes into play and is a very popular product among our performance trainers especially the racehorse trainers because the first point about this product is the main ingredient, gamma resinol, is a natural nutraceutical. This active ingredient is actually an appetite stimulant, according to the APVMA. All the other properties that it has, has a really highly beneficial effect on a horse's performance and muscle. Just basically following on on what you said, the Send Gamma formula, so we use 100% pharmaceutical grade gamma resinol, um, which, is, which is one of the first plant sterols to be studied. Um, for many different reasons, you know, many different aspects. Um, but we use the purest quality, which is very hard. Our product is, is made in Australia. So there are a few, I think there's one or two similar products that are imported fr from overseas. 
but that product is basically using rice bran where our product is, is mixed with sen oil. So the reason why we've mixed the actual product in sen oil is because gamma resinol extract, it's better absorbed in the digestive tract of the horse when it's mixed with the fat. So there's one or two products that, that use rice bran oil, but we believe that sen oil is a much more natural profile cold-pressed oil. The gamma resinol is a powder. We don't think it's, it's as well absorbed as what the emulsion is. So this is why the reason why we've gone for an oil emulsion rather than just a powder on its own. Brian, do you want to go maybe on, on some of the benefits of, of gamma resinol um, that, that we've come across? Yeah, so the history of gamma resinol dates back to in the 1960s in Japan and there's there's heaps of studies like in human form but they weren't published in English and they focus primarily on the support of menopause, mood, nervous system and heart health for, for horses but then animal studies that, that suggested cognitive, mood, stress and immune function. So some of the benefits of gamma resinol that have been found is that it has a very strong antioxidant activity. So one study showed that it was, it was 10 times stronger than vitamin E for scavenging free radicals from the body and preventing tissue damage, which resulted from free radical action. So having an antioxidant when your horse is in competition, it'll combat the free radical damage to muscles. So in addition to your horse's overall balanced diet, adding the gamma formula is gonna have a positive effect on horses competing or in exercise. There's another study, Brian, that we've come across that suggests that the ferulic acid portion of the gamma resinol structure is responsible for the anabolic activity by increasing the hormone precursor levels of progenolone. So basically, gamma resinol is a natural product. You know, it's, it's a natural occurring mixtures of, of sterols and ferulic acid found in rice bran oil. It has shown you know, to, to have positive effects on weight gain um, and being an appetite stimulant registered with the APVMA, obviously that would make a lot of sense with the weight gain if it stimulates the appetite. It also should build lean muscle mass as well, you know, due to the effect of the horse's endocrine system, you know, which results in increased fat metabolism and protein synthesis. You know, research in horses showed, you know, also showed improved muscle you know, definition throughout the body, which is big. Yeah, it, it also can have that calming effect on agitated or sour horses and particularly horses that are in high stressful situations. The reason for this is the, the active ingredient, the gamma resinol, it stimulates the release of endorphins and these are the feel-good hormones and it can help elevate the mood of the animal. One of the FAQs regarding Sen Gamma Formula is how do I incorporate it into the diet when I already feed sen oil and the gamma resinol is in the sen oil of the gamma formula. So what you would do is the daily feed rate is 15 mils of the sen gamma formula. So you just reduce your sen oil down by 15 mils. So if you're feeding 60 mils, you'll just feed 45 of the sen oil and then add the gamma on top. Giving another 15 mils of sen oil is neither here nor there so some people just give the full amount of their feed rate of the scent oil it's only going to be of benefit basically yeah 100 percent. i think a valid point we should make is for any any of our listeners that that compete it does not test the product for for any you know for any sort of nasties or anything illegal so it is a 100 percent natural product that does not test for, for any disciplines yeah and it's been through plenty of lab tests for this in many performance associations including racing brian so how long will it take for the for the product to start working for clients to, to see some visible results 
Yeah, so we recommend giving the Sen Gamma formula six to eight weeks out from a competition after the daily training. And horses do find it very palatable and they actually really like the taste of it. Right, last but not least, are there any side effects? No, there's no side effects to giving Sen Gamma formula to horses. It's a natural substance and it has great nutritional value. Look, the feedback from, from clients using it has been, has been absolutely amazing. So the easiest way is, like, like we mentioned, before reaching out for our supplement or, or any other supplement, um, look at the overall diet. We do offer a free diet analysis at SEN, you know, big red button on the, on the homepage. Six, seven easy questions to fill out. We normally turn them around between 24 and 48 hours. Um, complimentary service, happy to do it. Listeners can call us if, if they have any, any sort of particular questions or, or, or you know, just want a question answered. Happy to, to, to talk as well, you know, Brian and I always in. So pretty much I think that's, that's pretty much covered. Anything else, Brian, you want to add as a, as a last note? Yeah, so just last thing to remember, with the Sen Gamma formula, you can use it to assist many circumstances for your horse and it, it can help the situations as we outlined before, like improving appetite, which is important for horses that lose their appetite when in harder work, trying to reduce that stress, improve overall body condition, or try and help their temperament. So it's a really good natural supplement to be used in those situations and perfectly safe and not illegal in all the jurisdictions. Especially with the high antioxidant, obviously content of it, and, and you know, with that release of those, of these feel good hormones. So when your horse obviously is feeling good, it's going to want to eat you know it's going to want to work hard for you it's it, it's going to recover a lot better so you know if there is a need for, for a supplement you know the sen gamma formula obviously you know is a proven supplement for for, for what brian just mentioned a little a little 500 mil bottle you know goes a very long way as well with the 15 mil feed rate per day for a 500 mil bottle it'll last you over 60 days supply that's so, ext extremely good value for money yeah and it's and you will see a, a difference in your horse within that time frame so we're gonna do something a little bit different now to wrap up this episode. And we're gonna give a chance to one of our listeners to get a free Sen Gamma formula to try on their horse. So if you really like what you hear about it, please leave a message on the podcast or take a screenshot of you sharing it amongst your friends or on your social media and just send it through Messenger or our email. And what we'll do is we'll draw it in a week's time and send out a free Sen Gamma formula to one of the lucky listeners. Thanks for listening as always and all the support you guys have been giving us and we'll be back with another Sen Nutrition Podcast very soon. Have a great day.